Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project Morning Coffee with Vince Taglavia. Today is October 30th, 2023. Today's episode is called Brewing Destabilization. We are live with you, or I'm live with you every Monday morning uh, through Friday morning at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events of the world to get our day started. Tune in, tune in in the evening time for the Daily Dose at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. I'm sorry, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Time. Um, that's hosted by Josh Reed, and he he uh, discusses the unfolding global conspiracy, communism coming to America, and more. Uh, stringing the pearls and figuring out <clears throat> exactly what's going on by connecting the dots and uh, exploring global affairs. So that's every night at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, Monday through Thursday. But we're going to start with the news of the morning. <clears throat> Good morning, everybody. Michelle, thank you. Wow, Michelle is celebrating his 18-month subscription streak on DLive. Thank you for your support, Michelle. And uh, Summer's over there. Good morning, Summer, donating ice cream this morning. Thank you so much, Summer. Appreciate it. And hello, Roxy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. RMU, thank you so much. And Quiet Toad, good morning. We're going to get right into things. Just cover some of the uh, some of the essentials. Good morning, Lisa. Um, we're going to start with finance, as always. I like to just get a few of the headlines there out of the way. Of course, you all know. Prepare, prepare, prepare. Financially, things are getting rocky out there, man. And uh, not to be doom and gloom, but we never know what's going to happen. The markets are actually doing good this morning, though. Stocks are open higher as eyes turn to a big week of events. Imagine that. Well, uh, let's look at the levels here. We got the S&P 500 up 0.62, the Dow up over 1%, the NASDAQ up 0.68%. Gold has risen uh, again above $2,000. Right now it's at $2,008, up almost half a percent for the day. Crude oil's down to $82.70. Crazy enough. Um, Enjoy it while you can. People are saying it's going to skyrocket because of all these wars. Silver's at $23.44. Bitcoin's at $34,681. And there we are. So uh, Yahoo Finance says that um, the stocks are rising after a sell-off last week. Uh, the Federal Reserve's latest policy decision and earnings from Apple on the calendar. So we will see news this week and we'll see some movement in the markets and we'll see how that all unfolds today as this global fiasco continues in the background. In the background, I don't know how it's in the background, um, but it feels that way. And it's, it's big, it's big. It should be in the forefront. I mean, this stuff's crazy what's going on in the world. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Well, we've got this news coming from conservativeroof.com. IRS chief reveals for Americans earning under $400,000, audits may rise. And I think that's most of us making under $400,000. Audits may rise. Wait a second. I thought this was conspiracy. I thought, you know, I thought they were hiring all those IRS agents because of something else. 
But no, here conservative wrote Roof writes, IRS Commissioner Danny Werfel was questioned by lawmakers on Capitol Hill last week, suggesting the possibility that, contrary to its repeated promises, the agency might increase tax audits for Americans earning less than $400,000. There you go, folks. Yep. Nobody's surprised, but uh, there you go. Uh, breaking news, Conservative Roof again, they published this a couple days ago, or a, a while ago, a week ago. Major banks are shutting down over 3,000 branches nationwide. Bank of America shuts over 50 in just one week. I think we're going to continue seeing this as we have oh, as of late. Banks are shutting down, getting rid of their brick and mortar. They're going digital, folks. And in a lot of sense, in a lot of senses, um, we had Kamala speaking on wages over the weekend. She says wages are up. <laughs> wages are up, right? Only in nominal terms. They're down in real inflation-adjusted terms, and hours have been cut. Real weekly earnings are now down about five percent since January twenty-one. According to E.J. Antony, Ph.D., a heritage and calm for prosperity economist, economist. <clears throat> um, we have yeah, and he's talking. I also posted about our our petroleum reserve just absolutely being depleted, which is horrible, horrible for our country. Which was full. It was completely topped off under Trump, but now it's completely. depleted depleted under biden as we kind of are going towards war kind of i say kind of we're absolutely looks like everything's pointing towards war further war and here we have an article by zero hedge cvs stores in dc resort to framed photos of toilet paper okay interesting let's see what is said here Here's a picture of what they're talking about. They write, while Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser tries to restore law and order to the nation's capital, local CVS stores aren't waiting around and have resorted to displaying photos of products on their shelves. Instead of actual shelves, in, instead of, act, of the actual shell items themselves, excuse me. Several tweets have been circulating showing empty shelves aside from the framed photographs of toilet paper and other items. The National Pulse, Pulse reports. Look at this image. Uh, where are all the products already? Kind of seeing shortages here, huh? Another DC CVS in Columbia Heights has placed items in locked cages. This is due to all the looting and thrashing of all these brick and mortar stores. They're being vandalized and looted like crazy. Just empty shelves galore. Horrible stuff. Um, locking up mouthwash and other fairly cheap items. I've even seen meats being locked up and things like this. Um, it's just horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, scary stuff, which is why uh, we always talk about prepping. We talk about prepping a lot and uh, having a supply of things on hand just in case because shortages do happen. We saw that in recent years, especially after the pandemic. It's good to have uh, water, food, medical supplies, medications, 
uh, you name it, the things that you want or the things that you need. I mean, toilet paper is low on my list when it comes down to survival, but get these things if you want to have them in, in case, uh, you know, you don't, uh, in case it's harder to get them later. You never know what can happen, but it's just some advice. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to go into this. We're going to move forward out of out of out of this topic and move on. We've got a lot to cover this morning. <clears throat> hey, hey there, Poon Slayer. How you doing? Good to see you this morning. Uh, by the way, we had a wonderful weekend. We had our Friday episode, which was our um, our our Halloween special with Jason and Josh, and that was a lot of fun. And we had our little after party uh, afterwards privately on the social red pill. So thanks to everyone who joined that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, hilarious. Uh, we all dressed up and had a good time and had some new people in there as well. So that was awesome and good. And, uh, we'll continue to do those things on the social red pill. That was, that was awesome. <clears throat> we had other meetups over the weekend too on the social red pill, which was a lot of fun even last night. So shout out to Nate and Roxy and everybody who was there last night with our little meetup. That was a lot of fun. All right. Well, so let's talk about a little bit of uh, let's get into Trump a little bit. Some interesting information came out recently. Josh posted this. You guys may have seen it if you follow him on Twitter. And uh, I'm, I need to like, I guess I'll just read this to you. But uh, Josh said trump card we have it all the whole world is watching um and then he posted a picture of some court documents that say in the united states district court for the district of columbia united states of america versus donald j trump the defendant uh case number uh i'm not it doesn't matter president trump's cipa five notice and objection to unauthorized deletions of classified information it starts off by saying on October 26, 2023, President Trump's counsel provided to the classified information security officer for submission to the court and service on counsel a notice pursuant to CPIA 5 and an objection to redactions in certain of the classified discovery produced by the special counsel's office. It gives some more details, but it ends by saying this. The indictment in this case adopts classified assessments by the intelligence community and others that minimized and at times ignored efforts by foreign actors to influence and interfere with the 2020 elections. Now listen to this. Quote, President Trump will offer classified information at trial relating to foreign influence activities that impacted the 2016 and 2020 elections, as well as efforts by his administration to combat those activities. President Trump will also present classified information relating to the biased and politicized nature of the intelligence assessments that he and others dot, 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 dot. So, Declassified information is being submitted in these trials, probably things that we haven't seen before. And I, this could really be a huge development in this whole case. I mean, this, uh, this is might prove election interference. And if these judges can't deny it and it moves forward, I mean, what could this lead to if, if it's proven that there was election fraud once and for all in a court? You know, obviously, it's been proven to many people, and there's a lot of evidence out there. But 
Not a lot of it has been done in the courts. There are people that are going to jail for election fraud and these kinds of things. But as far as on the scale of the election being uh, redacted or not redacted, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, as far as uh, everything being reversed, for instance, and and uh, Biden being taken out of there and everything being corrected, um, that hasn't happened, obviously. But with this information coming out, things might get a little bit interesting. And this kind of stuff gives me hope, man. Really does. It's very interesting. And we've been kind of suspecting something like this would be coming, coming. How? How? What's the phrase? How do you? Um, how do you get evidence out there, or how do you legally? How do you legally de declassify stuff through a court? I don't know. We'll see. Interesting thing there. Let's talk about guns. We've seen a lot of violence over the past few weeks, a lot of shootings and a lot of rhetoric about taking guns and more gun laws and this and that, and gun sales are up. They did find the mass murderer Robert Card uh, that we saw uh, develop, the situation developing in Maine over the past week. He was found dead. And uh, as authorities searched for him, gun sales spiked 200% in Maine. So everyone in Maine is going to buy firearms now uh, after this mass shooting that claimed 18 lives, at least 18 lives, and injured more um, people, uh, companies that sell guns are reporting a surge in sales, which... I think is a good thing. Uh, people need to make sure that they're properly trained and uh, take care of their firearms respectfully and properly. But if that's the case, this is good. I think more people being armed is good. Um, there's rhetoric out there that, oh, we need to take all the guns. We need to get rid of all the guns in order to get rid of violence. Well, I tell you, you could get rid of as many guns as you possibly can in the, in the United States of America, but you can never get rid of all the guns, especially the illegal guns that come across the border that's wide open. Criminals are going to get guns no matter what. And if you disarm the population, you're only going to have criminals with guns and no good people with guns. It's just a failed lie of a story to just take guns because guess what if we don't have guns they're going anybody any dictator any commie could come in there and completely um do anything they want to the population the second amendment's here for a reason but they're really going towards taking away guns there's a lot of rhetoric around that even this, Roz Alerts reported over the weekend that the United States has halted exports of most civilian firearms and ammunition for all non-governmental users for 90 days. The United States has halted exports of firearms and ammunition. This is an interesting story here. Um, wild. I don't think I've ever heard of such a thing. But here we go. Um... And we have this, Illinois Supreme Court upholds state's assault weapons ban. On Friday, according to the conservativeroof.com, the Illinois Supreme Court upheld the state's ban on assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Governor J.B. Pritzker Dem signed the ban into law on January 10th, and lawsuits were promptly initiated against it. 
U.S. District Stephen P. McGlynn issued a preliminary injunction against the ban on April 28th, noting in his opinion that there are already plenty of gun laws on the books and those laws need to be enforced. On May 4th, the United States Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit halted McGlynn's preliminary injunction and is currently reviewing the case that was presented before the lower court. However, Illinois State Representative Dan Calkins, Republican, brought his own case, Calkins versus Pritzker, arguing that the assault weapons ban was unconstitutional, and it was in his case that the Illinois Supreme Court ruled in favor of the ban. Calkins' case made it to the Illinois Supreme Court after a court in Macon County had heard it and decided against the assault weapons ban. The Illinois Supreme Court reversed the Macon County decision. This is crazy. Hello. The precedence being set here is not good for the Second Amendment. It is unconstitutional, but this is uh, our, our system is completely corrupt and back asswards. All right. Onwards, we're going to keep seeing more of this gun rhetoric as violence and uh, our society is provenly sick and uh, people are crazy and they're going to, going to use it as an excuse to take good people, take the guns from good people. Uh, Zero Hedge reported that the judge has reversed, judge reverses pause on Trump gag order and federal election case. A federal judge has reinstated a gag order she previously ordered on former President Donald Trump in the Department of Justice's federal election case, accusing him of trying to overturn the results of the 2020 election. It's funny. They're still going after them after him about that. Just wait. I can't wait. I hope there's some good things that he's going to put forward that uh, some new information here in these court cases that's going to uh, once again completely exonerate me, you know, complete exoneration, fake news, all this stuff. Anyway, hmm. um, we have this video. Chicago residents are pissed. And the way this is written is, is kind of funny. Uh, End Wokeness on X.com wrote that Chicago residents are pissed about finally getting what they voted for. And what are they pissed about here? Let's watch this video. In boisterous community meetings across the long marginalized south and west sides of Chicago, residents have been angrily venting over plans to house migrants in their neighborhoods. I am ready to lock myself up against that damn Natasha Dunn, a longtime resident of Chicago's South Side, has been leading the fight to keep migrants away from this shuttered public school. We have crime that's out of control. We have a high unemployment rate. We have all these different things that I believe should be addressed but isn't. And now you're going to pile in a different group of people into our community. Yeah, so people are outraged. They're speaking up in these community meetings, and rightly so. And uh, ironically, a lot of them may be Dems that voted for this stuff, got tricked and bamboozled and scammed into destroying their communities, and now they're desperately trying to fix it. But guess what? It's kind of too late in a lot of ways. Um, all of our main cities are flooded with migrants, a lot of which... Like Trump said back in the day, they're not sending their best, folks. A lot of these people are military-aged men, crooks and criminals. They're not sending, all, you know, 
what uh, a lot of people want you to believe where, oh, you know, they live in a terrible country and they're searching for new beginnings in the beautiful U.S. of A. where everything's better and sunshine and rainbows. No. Go to Chicago and it's not sunshines and rainbows. Go to Seattle. Go to L.A. Go to New York. Go to Minneapolis. Go wherever you want. Any big city. You name it in the U.S. and you will see that it is absolutely trashed and a third world country now. Um, this is... The open border is just an opportunity for terrorists to infiltrate Chinese, African, Middle Eastern, you name it. Everybody's taking advantage of it. And it's a serious, serious problem. There's a lot of work that needs to be done in our country to fix this type of thing. And at least people are starting to see the issue at least halfway. I don't know to what extent these people are aware but uh, when things get this bad, how can you ignore it? I mean, even even uh, liberals are like, um, what is going on? What is going on? Even uh, Soros-backed DA Pamela Price was the victim of a car burglary in Oakland. Um, thugs stole her laptop and smashed her windows, but she went on air on CBS News and said, you know... Um, I still feel safe in my community and she lives in what people would consider uh, a, not a great part of uh, Oakland. And she's like, I still feel safe. It's wonderful here. Everything's perfectly fine. But even these politicians and DAs and things can't avoid, avoid this violence. And at some point, some of them are going to be like, okay, it's time for me to really maybe muster up some reality here and stop the shrade. And uh, this is affecting my life. Maybe I should get um, get with the right get with the uh, the right thing to do. I don't know. I'm sorry that doesn't make sense, but I'm gonna move on. We saw a shooting in Delaware, Laurel, Delaware, um, yesterday. Uh, Roz alerts said that numerous law enforcement and emergency officials are currently on the scene of a reported mass shooting in Delaware. It is currently unknown how many people have been shot. Uh, later, there was more information. I think a couple of young people were uh, injured or possibly killed. Let's see if we could find it. Um, see if I could find more information here on the internet. Um, two, 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 two. Of course, you look it up, and that's the source that everyone's going to. Um, let me see. I want—I know there's an update to the story, is why I want to just check. Um, one dead, two injured in Laurel shooting. For any information, call the local police. Um, that's that's it, and that's that. We'll just keep it there. But we're seeing a lot of this destabilization, and. Uh, shootings which is horrible and then we have more destabilization this is why i called it brewing destabilization this worries me this is all global but even in our country we see these massive protests and people that are anti-jew and people that are anti-hamas or anti-palestine or anti you name it there's people that are on every end of the spectrum pointing fingers placing blame and uh it's not a good situation. We have this story by Roz Alerts. Multiple law enforcement and FBI have been alerted after disturbing posts surface on Cornell University Forum for Jewish students to be killed. 
Ithaca, New York. Numerous law enforcement and other agencies like the FBI have been alerted and are currently on the scene at Cornell University. This was posted yesterday. This follows an emergency of a highly an emergence of a highly disturbing post with targeted locations on Cornell University forum, which has led to the university being placed on lockdown. Some posts have even mentioned the possibility of extreme violence. As a result, they have advised students and staff to avoid the building as a precautionary measure. This is currently under investigation. And this is the second or third big event that we've seen as far as threats occurring at universities in the United States. We saw this. Ari Hoffman posts, um, last protest on this campus. This is a quote. Quote, last protest on this campus. We saw the chief of University of Washington police shaking hands, making jokes with known Zionist aggressors like Ari Hoffman. Quote, we don't want Israel to exist. We don't want these Zionist counter protesters to exist. Uh, Ari Hoffman writes, these activists are saying the quiet part out loud. They want us Jews dead. Thank you to Katrisa from Kiran News Radio for sending me this video. This is the chief of UW police uh, with these protesters. Unbelievable. Making hands, making jokes with known Zionist aggressors. Like Ari Hoffman. Oh! The police has consistently surveilled our protests. And oh. we do not need the police to keep us safe. We do have a volunteer security team, so if you see. We don't need police to keep us safe. We do have a volunteer security team. Dude, what the fuck? This is in Washington State, folks. I mean, crazy. Uh, we had Jonathan Cho, a local journa journalist in Seattle, also reporting heavily on things going on in this state. Let's see. Can I log in here? Um, there, there we go. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Cho, journalist, uh, does a wonderful job reporting if you're uh, in Washington State or you just like to follow the news. I am in this state, so I follow him closely. And... Um, he gets chased around by Antifa and whatnot all the time. Here he says, um, Jonathan Show writes, I was chased all day, accosted and pushed by neon vest wearing social justice warriors running security. This is the, probably the security they were talking about in the last video. Then some wannabe Antifa thugs splashed me with water. It is now more evident than ever. This region's far-left activist community, along with Antifa militants, have embedded themselves into the pro-Palestine mo protest movement. Aside from the Seattle Council member Kshama Savant's socialist crew, every whack job that hijacked the Black Lives Matter demonstration several years ago is also at these rallies. When you start to recognize the same faces, that means I've been on this chaos beat way too long. For now, the Arab Muslim community seems to be oblivious or does not mind, but this unholy alliance will eventually come to a reckoning. Bottom line, Islam's conservative values do not align with far-left ideology, especially when it comes to LGBTQ issues. Gays for Gaza and queers for Palestine makes no sense. 
Watch this dynamic carefully. I've been saying this from the very beginning. Thank you, Seattle Police Department, for getting my back out there. Uh, Jonathan Cho has been reporting this interesting perspective where he uh, is claiming that he is seeing the same people that were around during BLM and Antifa and all these events that have unfolded over the years are also now the same ones doing the protests that are occurring today with this war, which is a completely separate issue. But uh, it's just obvious that these are destabilization crews. These are destabilization agents. These are people that only care about social justice and whatever the current thing is. Whatever the current thing is, they are getting a flag for it and they're waving it around and they're walking around and they're looting and they're uh, intimidating and uh, doing all kinds of crazy stuff out there just to create more conflict. That's what it's about. Destabilization. Serious. I really believe that. Unbelievable. Great work by Jonathan Cho. I just want to take a quick look. Is he doing anything else uh, today? He does a lot of reporting on the homeless issues and a lot of local politics as well. <clears throat> uh, anyway, we'll move on. Here we have uh, Clown World on X.com posting this. This is very concerning. We talk about communism and people think it's a joke. Uh, not you guys, not all people, but look at this. And I, I don't think this is in the States, but I mean, I don't think this video was taken in the States. However, I think this is a global issue right now. Um, I'm just asking, what is this? This is a banner and this is a table. <laughs> yeah, but what, what, what is, what is that? Why uh, that is says, um... It says, are you a communist? Uh, yeah. You know, then get organized. That's what it says. Yeah. And also under there, it says so socialist appeal. Yeah. So you're socialist? Communist yeah. and socialist, yeah. yeah. You're communist and socialist? Yes. Oh, nice. Where are you from? I'm from China. China? You? Uh, Portugal. Portugal. So if you're from China, why you live here? It's just yes. a good question, right? Because China sucks, for me at least. China, China sucks? Yes. So why are you promoting that? Because China isn't communist. I don't know. China is not communist? No. I think China is. Well, guess what they say. No, it's not what they say. It's the reality. China is I a communist. I mean, the reality is no, you have permission to promote communists. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we yeah do. okay, this fine. This is a public space. This is a public space. I can film. Okay, cool. I mean, you can't film people without their consent. I can. I'm on the public space. I can film anyone. That's fine. Should we go to the public Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He goes on to explain that uh, he's from a communist country too and that his father was imprisoned for 15 years and he doesn't like it. He thinks it's terrible for societies and they clean up their booth and they walk away. Their banner said, are you a communist? Then get organized. Socialist appeal. And a Chinese lady that doesn't like China and claims that they're not communists was there. The, it's just insane. Absolutely insane. That video goes on a little bit longer. You can find the full uh, posted it by Clown World on X.com. Batshit. Um, 
Uh, Mia Mirin on Rumble said that Soros gave these groups fifteen million dollars. Yeah, it's interesting. You find the you find out that this funding is coming from people like George Soros and things to these organizations and groups, and it really sheds some light on the true agenda when you put all the pieces together. More destabilization. Uh, breaking a lynch mob. This happened yesterday. A lynch mob stormed the international airport in Dagestan, Russia, to search for Jewish passengers as a plane from Tel Aviv was landing. Um, they write that Putin's propaganda has been heavily targeting Jews in recent days. I don't know how true that is or what's going on there. I haven't validated or invalidated that. Uh, but there were thousands of angry people there. And Russia is seeing a huge amount of destabilization as well from multiple angles. I think that they're just as maybe uh, just about as infiltrated as everybody else with these groups that are uh, brainwashed on all ends of the spectrum. I'm not just talking about one group or the other. I'm talking about people on the on the extreme of both sides is prevalent in a lot of countries including russia and it's a danger to the global stabilization overall as all of these countries begin to slowly devolve into chaos so i think they ended up diverting the plane and uh onward massive protests in london i've never seen anything like this take a look at this unbelievable this was two days ago look at this just thousands of people protesting sky news reported insane thousands i don't know how many people but look at that this is global lots of huge protests going on everywhere including the u.s here's another one uh, another perspective of london just thousands of people in the streets holy smokes pretty remarkable pretty remarkable indeed hey thank you qual for life for the donation i appreciate that can over there <clears throat> All right, onward. Let's talk about this story briefly. For those of you who follow the uh, people like Natalie Denise and whatnot, then you might have heard of this, but if not, here you go. Uh, Natalie Denise, if you don't follow her on X, she's a great follow. She does a lot of research into the, into the things I don't like to research. Like this, the Gateway Pundit published an article. A lawsuit claims that Abercrombie, Abra, Abercrombie and Fitch was funding a sex trafficking operation. A lawsuit filed in New York has accused fashion brand Abercrombie and Fitch of funding a, tra a sex trafficking operation. The complaint, the complaint claims that the company gave former CEO Mike Jeffries unfettered access to funds to support his criminal enterprise. They go into more details about this story. They said that uh, Jeffries was using the Abercrombie Aber Crombie name, his power within the company, its clothing, its photo photographers, and its marketing materials in order to ensnare the young male victims into the sex trafficking venture, the lawsuit says. Interesting. And we've heard a lot of information about these fashion industry and different industries involved in sex trafficking. 
Of course, the mainstream narrative is that it's all conspiracy theories and everything's sunshine and rainbows and none of this is real. Just move on. But we'll we'll see if anything comes out of this. Thank you, Lisa, for the donation. Three ice creams. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Um, we have uh, news coming out. President Biden today, the White House put this out. Very interesting one here. Let's go over this. This fascinates me. It has to do with AI. Um, fact sheet. President Biden issues executive order on safe, secure, and trustworthy artificial intelligence. Today, October 30th, 2023, President Biden is issuing a landmark executive order to ensure that America leads the way in seizing the promise and managing the risks of artificial intelligence. The executive order establishes new standards for AI safety and security, protects America's privacy, Americans' privacy, advances equity and civil rights, stands up for consumers and workers, promotes innovation and competition, advances American leadership around the world, and more. Let's look at some of the bullet points. New standards for AI safety and security. As AI capabilities grow, so do the do its implications for American safety and security. We're going to protect you guys. We're the government, and we're here to protect you. Mm. Uh Quote, with this executive order, the president directs the most sweeping actions ever taken to protect Americans from the potential risks of AI systems. Here we go. Some bullet points. I'm just not going to read this whole thing, but the bullet points and the things that matter. We'll spend a few minutes on this. Number one here. Require that developers of the most powerful AI systems share their safety, test results, and other critical information with the U.S. government. Hmm. In accordance with the Defense Production Act. Wow. The order will require that companies developing any foundation model that poses a serious risk to national security, national economic security, or national public health and safety must notify the federal government when training the model and must share the results of all red team safety tests. These measures will ensure AI systems are safe, secure, and trustworthy before companies make them public. Wow. So in accordance with the Defense Production Act. So it's like they're using the Defense Production Act to completely take over artificial intelligence in the United States. That's insane. Am I interpreting this right? I don't know. But let me know in the comments if I'm if I am uh, or not. Uh, here's another bullet point. Develop standards, tools and tests to help ensure that AI systems are safe, secure and trustworthy. And they're going to be using the National Institute of Standards and Technology to set the rigorous standards for extensive red team testing to ensure safety before public release. So they're going to have some kind of auditing and things like this. Holy smokes. Protect against the risk of using AI to engineer dangerous biological materials by developing strong new standards for biological synthesis screening. So we're going to protect, they're saying they're going to protect against the risk of using AI to engineer dangerous biologic materials by developing strong new standards for biological synthesis screening. 
Agencies that fund life science projects will establish these standards as a condition of federal funding, creating powerful incentives to ensure appropriate screening and manage risks potentially made worse by AI. So they're not saying no biological things with AI. They're saying, no, we're just going to be really watching you. You need to tell us everything about it. And we're going to, you're going to have to follow our standards and get the proper approvals and get the audits done and all this stuff. Um, this is a recipe for disaster. If this isn't writing on the wall, I don't know what, um, what is, I mean, AI developing biological materials. Uh, hello, not a good idea. I don't care what kind of oversight you see. Oh, and that's creepy. The, uh, logo for the white house on the white house, whitehouse.gov has a bat flying around the white house at the top middle here. That that's weird. Wow. Oh, it's because it's Halloween, everybody. That's why. Uh, next bullet point. Protect Americans from AI-enabled fraud and deception by establishing standards uh, and best practices for detecting AI-generated content and authenticating official content. Censorship. That's what that is. Establish an advanced cybersecurity program to develop AI tools and find and fix vulnerabilities in critical, critical software. Um, order the development of a national security memorandum that directs further actions on AI and security. So they wanted to expand all this stuff. Protecting America's privacy. This is for your protection, folks. To better protect Americans' privacy, including from the risks posed by AI, the president calls on Congress to pass bipartisan data privacy, privacy legislation to protect all Americans, especially kids, and directs the following actions. Protect Americans' privacy by prioritizing federal support for accelerating the development and use of privacy-preserving techniques, including ones that use cutting-edge AI and that, and that let AI systems be trained while preserving the privacy of the training data. You know, wow. Strengthen privacy-preserving research and technologies, such as cryptographic tools that preserve individuals' privacy by funding a by funding a research coordination network to advance rapid breakthroughs and development. The Ni National Science Foundation will also work with this network to promote the adoption of leading-edge privacy-preserving technologies by federal agencies. Oh, the National Science Foundation, that's good. The Arbiters of Truth. <sighs> Evaluate how agencies collect and use commercially available information, including information they procure from data brokers, and strengthen privacy guidance for federal agencies to account for AI risks. Develop guidelines for federal agencies to evaluate the effectiveness of privacy-preserving techniques. All right, here's the section on advancing equity and civil rights. Irresponsible uses of AI can lead to and deepen discrimination, bias, and others being in uh, others, uh, other abuses in injustice, healthcare, and housing. <laughs> the Biden Harris administration has already taken action by publishing the blueprint for an AI Bill of Rights and issuing an executive order directing agencies to combat algorithmic discrimination while enforcing existence while enforcing existing authorities to protect people's rights and safety to ensure that AI advances equity and civil rights, the president directs the following additional actions. 
provide clear guidance to landlords, federal benefits programs, and federal contractors to keep AI algorithms from being used to exacerbate discrimination. You don't want that AI to be racist, huh? Address algorithmic discrimination through training, technical assistance, and coordination between the Department of Justice and federal civil rights offices on best practices for investigating and prosecuting civil rights violations related to AI. Ensure fairness throughout the criminal justice system by developing best practices of the use of AI in sentencing, parole and probation, pretrial release and detention, risk assessment, surveillance, crime forecasting, and predictive policing, uh, predictive policing and forensic analysis. Ensure fairness throughout the criminal justice system by using AI for sentencing. These are, they're talking about computerized judges. This is artificial intelligent judges. You're going to sit in front of a robot and they're going to decide your fate. And, uh, uh, oh my gosh, man, what? Standing up for consumers, patients, and students. AI can bring real benefits to consumers, for example, by making products better, cheaper, and more widely available, but AI also raises the risk of injuring, misleading, and otherwise harming Americans. To protect consumers while ensuring that AI can make Americans better off, the president directs the following actions. Advance the responsible use of AI in healthcare and the development of affordable and life-saving drugs. The Department of Health and Human Services will also establish a safety program to receive reports of and act to remedy harms or unsafe healthcare practices involving AI. Yeah, you know what that means? If you actually use AI to heal people and improve people's health, they're going to go after you. They're going to be using AI to push forward pharmaceuticals and develop new drugs and all this kind of creepy stuff. That's just my opinion. I don't know. They also write here, shape AI's potential to transform education by creating resources to support educators deploying AI-enabled educational tools such as personalized tutoring in schools. The robots will teach now, and it'll be based on equity and all this bullshit that they feed it. Unbelievable. They go on. I, I, we got to get through this. This is uh, amazing. Supporting workers to mitigate these risks. Uh, well, I got to start from the beginning here. Supporting workers. AI is changing America's jobs and workplaces, offering both the promise of improved productivity, but also the dangers of increased workplace surveillance, bias, and job displacement to mitigate these risks. Support workers' ability to bargain collectively and, and invest in workforce training and development that is accessible to all. Accessible to all. The president directs the following actions. Develop principles and best practices to mitigate the harms and maximize the benefits of AI for workers by addressing job displacement, labor standards, workplace equity, health and safety, and data collection. These principles and best practices will benefit workers by providing guidance to prevent employers from undercompensating workers, evaluating job applications unfairly, or <laughs> impinging on workers' ability to organize. Are they going to have AI like looking at all data? And oh, you didn't hire enough. Uh, you didn't hire enough black and brown people. We're gonna ding your social credit. Your company's doing horrible. Our AI's determined you're racist. So if you guys don't change, we're uh, the government's gonna take you over. And this is because of the uh, the uh, this uh, bill or whatever this uh, defense authorization act. We're gonna just we're gonna take over your production and we're gonna fix it, make it more equitable and more perfect for communist America. 
He also directs, uh, quote, produce a report on AI's potential labor market impacts and study the end, identify options for strengthening federal support for workers facing labor disruptions, including from AI. Promoting uh, innovation and competition. <clears throat> Here's more actions. Catalyze AI research across the United States through the pilot of National AI Research Resource, a tool that will provide AI researchers and students across, uh, uh, it'll provide AI researchers and students uh, access to key AI resources and data and expand grants for AI research in vital areas like healthcare and climate change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We need to use the AI. Really, make sure you focus on healthcare, which is a huge scam, and climate change. Out of all things, climate change? Oh, my gosh. Don't feed the AI real information. They'll expose that climate change is the biggest scam in human history. Promote a fair, open, and competitive AI ecosystem by providing a small developers and entrepreneurs providing small developers and entrepreneurs access to technical assistance and resources, helping small businesses commercialize AI breakthroughs and encouraging the Federal Trade Commission to exercise its authorities. Another one, use existing authorities to expand the ability of highly skilled immigrants and non-immigrants with expertise in critical areas to study, stay, and work in the United States by modernizing and streamlining visas, criteria, interviews, and reviews. So they're like, give more immigrants access to the AI in our country and help develop the climate change and all this bullshit uh, agendas. Great. Yeah. Advancing American leadership abroad. AI's challenges and opportunities are global. The Biden-Harris administration will continue working with other nations to support safe, secure, and trustworthy development and use of AI worldwide. To that end, the president directs the following actions. Expand bilateral, multilateral, and multi-stakeholder uh, multi engagements to collaborate on AI. Multi-stakeholder engagements? Hmm, where have we heard this multi-stakeholder uh, rhetoric from? They continue. The State Department, in collaboration with the Commerce Department, will lead an effort to establish robust international frameworks by harnessing AI's benefits and managing its risks and ensuring safety. This is uh, NGOs and all this crap getting involved in this global system. Oh, we want the World Health Organization to get their hands on this AI and collaborate with uh, the CDC and uh, you know Moderna and all these people. Uh, it's for your interest. It's for the best interests of you guys. Uh, we fixed all the problems. We found the next best thing. Everybody, uh, do this, do that. Good God. Quote, accelerate development and, implement, and implementation of vital AI standards. Uh, promote the safe, responsible, and rights-affirming development and deployment of AI abroad to solve global challenges, such as advancing sustainable, develop, su sustainable development and mitigating dangers to critical infrastructure. This is the Green New Deal. They're going to use AI to, AI is going to say, we need to build a thousand new windmills and uh, and make more batteries. Uh, don't look at the real information. Just listen to the AI. We, we, we're doing great. We're doing great. All right. The White House goes on. Ensuring responsible and effective government use of AI. AI can help government deliver better results for the American people. It can expand agencies' capacity to regulate, govern, and disperse benefits 
and it can cut costs and enhance the security of government systems. However, use of AI can pose risks, such as discrimination and unsafe decisions. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Quote, to ensure the responsible government deployment of AI and modernize federal AI infrastructure, the president directs the following actions. Issue guidance for agencies' use of AI, including clear standards to protect rights and safety, improve AI procurement, and strengthen AI deployment. Help agencies acquire specific AI products and services faster, more cheaply, and more effectively during more rapid and efficient contracting. Accelerate the rapid hiring of AI professionals as part of a government-wide AI talent surge led by the Office of Personal Management, U.S. Digital Service, U.S. Digital Corps, and Presidential Innovation Fellowship. Hmm, I would be curious to look into those. The Office of Personal Man the Office of Personal Personnel Management, U.S. Digital Services, U.S. Digital Corps, Corps, and Presidential Innovation Fellowship. Uh, agencies will provide AI training for employees at all levels in relevant fields. They conclude. As we advance this agenda at home, the administration will work with allies and partners abroad on a strong international framework to govern the development and use of AI. The administration has already consulted widely on AI governance frameworks over the past several months, engaging with Australia, Brazil, Canada, Chile, the European Union, France, Germany, India, Israel, Italy, Japan, Kenya, Mexico, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Nigeria, the Philippines, Singapore, South Korea, the UAE, and the UK. The actions taken today support the complement support and complement Japan's leadership of the G7 Hiroshima process, the UK summit on AI safety, India's leadership as chair of the global partnership on AI, and ongoing discussions at the United Nations. The actions that President Biden directed today are vital steps forward in the US's approach on safe, secure, and trustworthy AI. More actions will be required, and the administra administration will continue to work with Congress to pursue bipartisan legislation to help America lead the way in responsible innovation. For more on the Biden-Harris administration's work to advance AI and for opportunities to join the federal AI workforce, visit AI.gov. There you have it, folks. President Biden's executive order on safe, secure, and trustworthy artificial intelligence. Do you feel safer yet? AI in the wrong hands is going to be the demise of this world. AI equity is not going to agree with me. Hey, uh, Vince, AI watched Morning Coffee, and boy, uh, it determined that uh, there's a lot of miss, miss and dis and uh, cis information coming out on your podcast and uh, the government's cracking down. Yeah, dude, this is crazy. This is really alarming. Um, I just went to AI.gov to see what they, what this website looks like. Making AI work for the American people. Join the national AI talent surge. Let's, Let's see what she has to say. Let's see what they have to say. 
Hi, I'm Arathi Prabhakar. I'm the president's chief advisor on science and technology. Artificial intelligence is one of the most consequential technologies of our time. And President Biden's been clear, we have to manage AI's risks so that we can seize its benefits. This technology is moving fast and so is the Biden-Harris administration. The president just issued a broad executive order on AI and it starts by tackling AI's risks. It sets up a framework so that you can know how safe an AI model is. It kicks off work to identify AI-generated content so that you know when you're interacting with AI. And it has a whole host of provisions that will protect equity and civil rights and privacy and democracy. We're doing all of this to mitigate risks so that we can put AI to work to meet our great aspirations as a country. AI is helping us to fight climate change, to improve health outcomes, and to bolster security and safety around the world. And as we're doing this work, we are strengthening the American economy and creating good paying jobs. American leadership in the world today requires American leadership in AI. This is how we put together a broad and a cohesive and a comprehensive approach to getting AI right. So this is how I look at this. They are implementing these standards for artificial intelligence so that if you or me want to create an AI and do research, it's going to be... Um, we're not going to be able to implement it without the proper certifications and um, involvement in these government oversights or uh, standardizations and approvals and these kinds of things. With that being done, it allows only for certain things to get through, which means they're going to create a woke bullshit AI that's protecting democracy and saving the planet. But really, it's probably going to be a creepy, commie AI that spreads disinformation, real, actual fake information. It controls, mind controls people, continues the destabilization, rules the world, takes over governments, rules the courts. You're not going to have lawyers. You're going to have an AI. You're not going to have politicians. You're going to have an AI delegate. Like, is this really, I mean, the future is going to be crazy and technology is going to advance, but if it's allowed to advance with the backing and structure and the guidance of crazy commies, you're going to have a shitty future. It's going to be nuts. I can't believe this is actually being rolled out right now. Absolutely crazy. Holy crap. The dystopian futuristic nightmare is here. Pick your movie. Skynet. Roxy just said Skynet in the chat. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then they're talking about, we want to make sure you know if you're interacting with AI. Stuff is getting so crazy that there's going to be a time where you don't even know that you're interacting with an AI. Are they talking about Joe Biden? Did they just update his firmware? I mean, that's what people are saying. I'm just joking. But uh, people go there like maybe they updated his firmware and they had to put this out. I don't know. You guys, there's a lot more news going on. We did not even get to talk about World War III, which um, is developing and getting more and more serious. Uh, we have Elon Musk talking about possibly providing Starlink for Gaza. Um, we see a lot of other countries getting involved, putting out threats, underground targets being destroyed by the Israel Defense Force, a lot of bomb strikes and Jets flying through, massive, massive, massive war efforts going on in a horrible, horrible situation. 
and uh, every side, everybody's taking sides and everybody hates each other and I'm right and you're right. And uh, how about this? Everybody's wrong. We need peace, folks. How about that? And then, of course, we have the health stuff going on. Everybody take care of your health. I woke up yesterday with a little bit of a sniffle and a little bit of a cough. And I'm just thinking, oh, gosh, is this the beginning of a cold? And I I uh, chugged a bunch of water with some vitamin C and some electrolytes and some vitamin D and just gave myself a little boost of all of that. Ate a healthy lunch later in the day. I fasted till about 3 p.m. And uh, it went away. So make sure you guys... Take care of your health. If you start feeling a little off, sometimes a little vitamin C could just do the trick. I'm not a doctor. Talk to your doctors, but that's what I do, and it seems to be working with me so far. I've been doing pretty good, not getting sick. So you guys, try to do the same. Focus on you. Focus on the things that you could change in your life. Focus on your family. Focus on your pets. Focus on your careers. Focus on whatever you got to do. And uh, don't focus on all this negative stuff going on in the world. It's just way too overwhelming. We can't do anything about it. Things are going to unfold. Technology is going to advance. Countries are going to fight. And we got to just do what we can for ourselves and just try to survive the damn thing, really. <sighs> Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate your feedback and everything. Uh, good to see you, Falu. What a fun weekend. <laughs> Friday was awesome. You cracked me up. Um, I can't believe this, guys. Make sure you uh, hit that like and everything. I appreciate your guys' support. Tune in tonight and this week. We're going to have some uh, changes being made to the Red Pill Project and decentralized media. Uh, check Josh's Twitter for more information. We're going to have more podcasts. We're going to have more content. We're going to have a little bit of schedule changes and things as we progress into more of this uh, wonderland nightmare and try to keep our finger on what's going on and uh we're just going to keep on moving forward everybody with that let's continue on with our days if you have anything to share with me any news any analyses any feedback you could share it in the comments on rumble you could contact me on twitter or on our private social network socialredpill.com create a free account there socialredpill.com you could contact myself you could contact josh you could uh interact with everybody and uh if you subscribe to socialredpill.com for a with a monthly contribution then you will have access to all of our private zoom meetings etc and we'd love to see you there and appreciate the support we're completely user funded we appreciate you all very much so thank you all once again for your continuous support and everybody have a great day take care god bless and godspeed Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me I patched the game. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, 
You know, that's the beginning of communism.